0: Yes. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Paid Search Podcast. My name is Jason Rothman. As always, I'm joined by the great Chris Schaefer. Chris, it's episode 152. We're going to be talking about time-saving tips for Google Ads. But before we get to all that stuff, how are you generally as a person?
1: (laughs) I'm an excellent person. Thank you. I've never been asked that. And how's your week going? Uh, Day by day. (laughs)
0: Okay. Okay. Okay, well, <laughs> I don't know what happened 152 episodes in, but... Uh, we, we've,
1: we've said everything. We yeah. just get straight to it.
0: Yeah, all right. Let's get
1: into it. The- I mean, the truth is, we save all the juicy stuff for the Patreon episode. That's when we start tearing into each other and learning the all right, juicy All right, all right.
0: Turn the news. I'll have news about Patreon and i will just say before the show i wanted to ask you about certain things and then i was like well i'll no, just save yeah, for pay because that's what save i want to know about
1: <laughs> those people pay their 2 bucks all right, well, for tell a me reason, about... man. <laughs>
0: it's worth,
1: it's worth.
0: <laughs> all right tell me about optio
1: optio is is the reason that this podcast continues because they are our sponsor and they help other advertisers, including me and Jason and you guys out there, manage your Google Ads campaigns, and they help you stay on top of changes that need to happen, uh, changes to bids, changes to budgets, changes to negative keywords, setting up new campaigns that might be valuable that you hadn't thought of, breaking things out into separate ad groups, all kinds of different ideas come across in this very valuable online tool, optio.com PSP, and you can try it out. Six-week extended trial. This is not the normal trial they offer everyone. This is a special trial. Give it a try for free, by the way, for free. When it says trial, that means you're not going to pay anything, and you can try it out and see if you like it. Optio.com slash PSP. That's O-P-T-E-O dot com slash PSP.
0: Yeah, thank you, Chris. And I want to tell everyone about today's other sponsor, Directive Consulting. Directive Consulting is the go-to B2B and enterprise search engine marketing agency. They specialize in working for enterprise companies and B2B companies on their homepage, DirectiveConsulting.com. You can see some of the big names they've worked for. It's very impressive. They have a ton of case studies on their website. And as someone who's in the Google Ads pay-per-click space, I'm telling you there's a difference from agency to agency and it is just, it is just mind blowing what some people offer as a service, and then what some people like Directive offers as a service. They do it all: pay per click, SEO, conversion rate optimization, content, social, digital PR, analytics. They do everything in the search engine marketing space. They combine it all together, and they they find the way for each one of their enterprise and B two B clients to get the most quality leads possible. Tons of great case studies on their website. Go to their website, directiveconsulting.com, and get a custom proposal, and that's where you get started with them. Directiveconsulting.com, get a custom proposal, the go-to B2B and enterprise search engine marketing agency. So Chris, today we are going to be talking about speed, Mm. and um, I think I came up with a number of the line items, so I think it'd be interesting if you kind of walked us through it. So I'm gonna just get the review done, and then we're gonna go into all the stuff. And I want you to take it on news oh, wow. question, wow, topic, okay. pitch it to me when you find necessary. But uh, you're in the driver's seat today, buddy, and I'm I'm in the passenger seat, okay. just kind of uh, texting on my phone or or I got my feet on the dashboard, just letting my hair down with Chris driving. But first, let me read today's iTunes review of the week. This one comes from Logan in Australia. He said, Jason, the hashtag AdWords what, master. What, five stars. He's, he said, thanks a bunch, guys. You've been very helpful all the while being entertaining AF. Jason has all the jokes. Oh, Loving the banter and the chemistry between you lads oh, will helping the world get better at AdWords. Wait a second. And in life. Oh, what?
1: Didn't we hear that one before?
0: This is the fourth week in a row I've read it, <laughs> and this is the first time you've realized it. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh. I can't believe come on guys. I was
0: just gonna keep going. No. <laughs> I was just gonna keep going until you realize it because I love that review so much.
1: <laughs> wow. Wow. I should really pay more attention to things. Um really, you guys listening are not gonna like give me a heads up. Like nothing. Nobody's gonna help me. Nobody asks me. Nothing.
0: I think they like that review too. So, Chris, let me let me read a new one. It's from Mac in New Zealand, uh, Apple Podcast, New Zealand. It's a five star review. The perfect paid search podcast. No, really, it couldn't get any better than this.
1: It's couldn't. Okay.
0: Um, as <laughs> he said, it's with an S. Um, as you can tell by the title, this might actually be the best paid search podcast available to you Boom. with the name paid search podcast. Ah. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Oh, this guy's a little, uh, little, uh, likes to play games. I don't play games, Matt. I'll smack you, Matt. He wrote us, don't,
1: don't, don't smack him. He wrote a review. That's what we want people to do.
0: Chris and Jason and Jason and Chris create a humorous Mm -hmm. duo that is also surprisingly informative. Every episode is worth listening into to catch little knowledge bombs and how to get the most use out of AdWords. Well done, chaps. Keep up the great work. All right, Mac, well, I'll uh, give you the benefit of the doubt there and assume you're not playing games with me. And I thank you for that five-star review, and I wish you well uh, in your journey in life. Wow.
1: Wow. Okay. Well, Jason, go ahead and uh... play play the news sound. You do it. No, I'm reading the news. You have to do the news sound.
0: (laughs) Go ahead. That was great.
1: I need to get you to do more sounds. <laughs> okay, so, guys, here's the news, okay? Guys,
0: guys, here's the Your news. Your Google Ads guys, is doing great. Welcome to the 5 o'clock Your news. Google Ads is
1: doing great. You have saved tons of money over the months and years that you've been listening to us, okay? And one click that we've sa- If we've saved you one click, we're asking you to devote that one click that you have not paid for and move it over to our pa- Patreon. OK, we have a Patreon and in it, Jason and I are very uh, verbally violent to each other. And we, we <laughs> and others and, and others <laughs> on the show. And this is stuff that's private. It, we don't put it out there in the public. So we talk about stuff that uh, we don't talk about on the show. Most of it comes down to what happens with, you know, the management of Google ads, you know, talking with clients, the business, uh, it, the business of Google ads. Two bucks a month, and you get access to the audio. Four bucks a month, and you can watch our beautiful faces while we say it. And people are really loving it. We're getting some great feedback. If we've saved you a click, donate it. Help the podcast out for two starving guys. Jason obviously needs uh, some support. He's still hey, in Chris, his jail. It's
0: a, It's... It's every week. We we go into it right after the show. We record yep. for an extra 20, 30 minutes of content. We do the business stuff, but I also gave away a great AdWords tip last time right at the top of the show, continuing what we were talking about on the paid search podcast. You it's did. every single week. It's $2 a month. So it's, it's 50 like 50 cents, cents an episode. And we just cents. want to grow community on there. And uh, if you're interested, patreon.com
1: slash paid search podcast, and we'll see you there. Okay. So today's question is a milestone this is a special time because uh this is uh the second time that we've had a person live on the air uh request something and i'll tell you what if we need a producer jason i think we found one yeah. because it's just he's he's full of good ideas so let's go ahead and listen jason rothman and chris schaefer this is brett Bidowski again i am hoping to be the first ever repeat audio clip on your show uh repeat caller enter if you will uh, so my question today is, or what I'm hoping you'll base your podcast around, is time-saving tips. You may have already done an episode on that, but I haven't seen one recently. And I'm hoping that you can save me time within the workplace at my agency. Thank, Thank you me. so much. I really appreciate the show. Here's an honorable five stars. Have a good one.
0: There you go. Jason, Brett from Delaware. Good to see you. I'm just in bed with your girlfriend. You just walked in the room. and You walked in on us, and she's into me, not you. And I was hoping you would just give me your girlfriend. Jason, it's Brett from Delaware.
1: I I don't. Is that a show?
0: I've had it up to here with Brett. (laughs)
1: He's a nice guy i mean this is he's running our show he literally he, literally he literally gave us dirty, the entire dirty episode he, he,
0: i know but i didn't know that i didn't know that i didn't know i was being played like a pawn you just Skype me like hey uh i thought a good idea for an episode would be uh ways to save tips and i was like oh dude that's a great idea yeah i didn't know i was being played by a yeah. pawn
1: no that was literally from our um played like a pawn from our unofficial producer who who came up with the All idea right. so no, Jason. Thanks, Brett. Thanks, yeah, Brett. That's it. So, excellent topic. And I just dropped my phone <laughs> off my desk. Sorry, See, it's
0: not that easy hosting the show, Chris. It's not that so easy. nervous. It's pretty easy where you just sit in your little library and you're like, "Oh, dude, he'll just throw it to me and I'll give this good Google Ad stuff." Yeah. When it's my turn. Uh, okay. You're falling
1: apart. No, dude. I'm fine. <laughs> Get it I'm together. I'm fine. I'm fine. Dude, just be quiet. So, if you want to send your question in, uh, you can send your question in an audible format at 214-810-1355. Or if you want to just email it in, you can go to paidsearchpodcast.com and contact us through the contact form there. So let's get into the requested topic. And Jason has kindly put together a, a great list of some stuff that I do and some stuff I'm not even familiar with so I'm excited to to hear some stuff. So as an AdWords manager myself, I know that the number one thing that keeps me going and and regularly, you know, hitting my daily tasks is having a list, having a managed list, a checklist, uh, doing the same kind of things every day help me It helps me stay quick about what I'm doing because I'm very familiar with it. I know exactly where to go, what to do. Jason, talk about how this is such a huge time saver for you and and what it looks like for you.
0: Uh, Yeah. There's uh, a lot of literature out there, I guess, in the scientific world about how, and it just makes common sense. If you do something over and over the same exact way, you build brain muscle or brain patterns to get even better at it. So, you guys can look up the science, but it's just common sense. And that's what I've done with my management work, Chris. I I have a checklist. I have the clients listed in the columns at the top, uh, column A, column B, column C, blah, blah, or B, C, D, etc. And then I have the task listed in column A, negative keywords, search terms for positive keywords. I do some stuff with optimizer bid management, new new ads, all that kind of stuff. But I follow a, a Google Ads Management checklist every week when I do my work and it just makes things so easy. The whole part of your brain that has to kind of remember like what to do, what steps to take, did I do everything right? All of that brain activity doesn't have to work when you have a checklist. You just follow the checklist and you don't have to worry about missing anything. And then all of your brain power can be focused on the individual checklist item when you're looking at it. So if I'm looking at the search terms list, looking for negative keywords, 100% of my brain can be focused on analyzing search terms. And I don't have to be uh, remembering things like, oh, after I do these these negative keywords, go over to keywords and look at the bids. I don't have to think about any of that. Additionally, I just initial in the spreadsheet when I've done done my work for the client for that week, for that individual uh, topic, the columns, And it just keeps you on track. And when you're managing a lot of clients, it's super important. And even if you're not managing clients, if you're just a business owner, this is a good habit to have, using a management checklist. Um, Chris, tell me about yours. When did you come to the idea of using a checklist? When we first started talking, we both realized we were using management checklists without even talking to each other about it. Mm -hmm. So how did that even become a part of your process?
1: Well, before I talked to you, it it was rather informal. It was something I just kind of kept in my head. And like you said, when you do something every day and you do it on a repeated pattern, it becomes habit. So I had an informal list in my head. I knew, okay, first let's go to search terms. Let's check the search terms. And then I'm going to make sure all the ads are working. I'm going to check the bids. I'm going to check the conversion history, see if there's any outliers, look for negative keywords to add based on the search terms. There's going to be all kinds of stuff that I, I did informally. Then, as I started getting better and better at realizing that, hey, I should write this down, I should formalize it after speaking to you, you know, you, you kind of opened my eyes. And that's the great part about having conversations like this is I never really pushed myself to do that. What I did is I set up a, uh, a program on my uh, calendar system where clients would rotate um, so that I could always make sure that everyone was getting checked on a regular basis daily, weekly checks, monthly checks for different things. And it was like clockwork. And I, like you said, I didn't have to engage my brain to try and remember who I'm supposed to check. Oh, I totally forgot. I haven't checked this guy in, you know, a week. Uh, you know, so I need to go back and, and make sure everything's okay there. That was a big change for me. And then further from there, it was, it was very much a formalization of what I check for each client. And it ended up being very systematic, And like you said, we'll go into some other uh, things that have made that even faster, but it's very much just uh, when you do something over and over, my eyes can look through a search term list, like I know yours can, and just immediately see something that doesn't fit. You know, I'm looking through a plastic surgeon list and I immediately see something that, oh, that one's out. And I immediately click it and then I can move on and it becomes a faster and faster repetition, repetition.
0: Yeah, and let me give a little insight for Brett, because I guess that's what we do here now. We just work for free for (laughs) Brett in Delaware. But when you first start working at an agency, maybe you'll be working at a good agency, maybe you won't. But I've worked at bad ones before in the sense that the wild cowboy entrepreneur, owner, or salesman at the company comes in every day and goes, new client, new client, and they want to tell you all about the new client. And there's just a lot of stuff thrown at you when you're managing ads for an agency. And so they like to talk about what are we doing like in this account? Like we need to make sure we're doing that. We have this new account. We got to get them ramped up and it's chaotic because they're throwing a lot of stuff at you. Mm -hmm. So if you have your checklist to fall back on to get the results you need to get to keep the clients, that for me, when I worked in an agency was always my peace of mind. Like, okay, no matter what crazy stuff people come into my office and say, I know that, things are still going to be okay in terms of my workflow because I have my checklist. And as long as I follow my checklist, uh, the clients are going to get good performance. So it's kind of like, to me, it's a core of everything you do. And people are going to ask us, what's your checklist? Well, we're always tweaking it, but we did a big episode. It's on YouTube. Yeah, Ultimate AdWords Management Checklist. The thumbnail is a picture of a Google search and you guys can find it on there. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah. It was a, it's definitely a big episode. I remember us getting together and prepping and figuring out what that was going to look like. I remember doing that. And I will say one thing more specifically that's happened is you can now add notes to the campaign with a, with a timestamp or a date stamp. Let's call it that where you can say increased bids by 20%, lowered bids by 20% turned on enhanced CPC on this date. That's helped me a lot because one of the things I really struggled with was finding a, a system where I can do that management and keep my notes current without it being like some massive complicated spreadsheet, you know, that I couldn't really handle that helped me as well. Because, you know, if you forgot what you did the last time you checked it, you got to go into change history and look and see like, what did I do last time? And then you know, that takes time. So now you're, you're burning time checking. So making notes directly in the, uh, the interface in Google ads is excellent That has saved me a lot of time as well. So let's talk about um, the little tool that we talk about uh, a lot. A lot of people are afraid of, honestly. When I I talk to people, people seem to be fearful of it. It's the the Google Ads Editor, formerly AdWords Editor. This is an offline tool made by Google for you to make. Yeah, free. Thank you. Software that you download on your computer and you make edits to your campaign. I'm talking campaigns that have hundreds of campaigns and thousands and thousands of keywords or a one campaign, 400 keyword or 300 keyword or 200 keyword. It's not just for large accounts. And the thing is, whether it's big or small, it can speed up your process. So Jason, what are some of your favorite tips on speeding things up using the AdWords editor?
0: Yeah, you're, like, pulling into the editor what's in the live account, so you get recent data, and then you work offline in the editor, and then you push those changes to the account. And th- there's just a myriad of things that you can do. Myriad. Um, yeah, there's just there's just a ton of things you can do. I think we've done an episode on the editor, but um, in terms of, like... The first things I think about when saving time, Chris, editor would not be the first thing I think about. But in terms of actual minutes and hours saved, I think editor is number one. Like this thing saves me the most time because this is for like the big changes. So an example would be like if a client in Oklahoma City had a moving company and they were going to branch out to Tulsa, Oklahoma and say, hey, we're branching out to Tulsa. We need a Tulsa campaign. Mm -hmm. Some people might go into Google ads and make a new campaign and go through all those steps. Or people like me would just go to Google Ads Editor, copy and paste the campaign. Then you look at all your ad groups and all the Oklahoma City geos. You would change from Oklahoma City to Tulsa. Maybe if there's an Edmi- uh, a suburb of Oklahoma City, you have an ad group called Edmond. Then you would go to the Edmond ad group and the pasted campaign for Tulsa and change that to a suburb of Tulsa called Broken Arrow. And then you would change the ads in the Broken Arrow ad group from Edmund to Broken Arrow. And then the keywords you would do find and replace Edmund to Broken Arrow. So within like 10 minutes, I could copy and paste a whole campaign, uh, have all the keywords changed to the Tulsa keywords, have all the ad group names changed to Tulsa, have all the, uh, all the ad copy updated. And then I would just change the location and then I'd be all set. So that's an example. Um, but basically filtering. Finding and replacing, a client may say, hey, we no longer want to target renovation keywords. We just want to target construction keywords. Well, what's the quickest way to do that? You just go to editor, filter all your keywords or ad groups for the word renovation, mm-hmm. and then pause them. Yep. And it's just a lot of stuff like that, using filter, using find and replace. Um, another example is... Is, uh, ads, Chris. I'm copying, like, that's the fastest way to copy and paste ads because, or to make new ads because you find the ad you like, you copy it, you paste it, it's already there, and then you can change it. And changing ad copy with all those characters in the editor is a whole lot faster than changing it in the Google Ads account. And just a couple final ways, negative locations. Some of my campaigns, Chris, we target the location, people in there, and then we also target people in or searching about that location, but we only want United States traffic. So we have to exclude the other 200 plus countries that are in Google ads or whatever it is. And instead of doing that manually each time, I can pull up the editor from one account, copy and paste those excluded locations to to the new account. So you can paste between accounts um, and then doing builds, doing builds in the Google sheets and then downloading those as CSVs and then uploading them to editor um, I do that very often. I, I list out my ad groups, my keywords in the Google Sheets, and then I upload it to Editor. And maybe at some point we'll make training videos on that. But I mean, in terms of building a new campaign, Chris, yeah, there's uh, no I don't do it all the time, but
1: yeah. it's super fast when you use Editor. Yeah, there's no faster way, absolutely, than Editor. I completely agree. Uh, I use all of those methods. Um, but I'll say one thing that I like, particularly for builds, so... If you're looking to save time, uh, one of the biggest time sinks there is is campaign builds. New clients, campaign builds. They're going to they're yeah. suck up a lot of time uh, because you have to go outside of your normal checking and optimization process and put time into building and researching and setting up something and going through that checklist. So one of the fastest ways that I find to build something is, uh, let's say you're working with a, a local business and they want to, you know, they have maybe a hundred mile radius and they want to target, uh, you know, home sales for all the moderately sized cities in their area. Um, one thing I love to do is I'll build a campaign and then use a template word. I'll put city name as, uh, the name of the ad groups or the name of the campaign or whatever, however I want to frame it and no space, like all capital letters and city name. That is a placeholder for me to search and replace in the AdWords editor every time it says city name, replace with this city, right? So, you know, the the keywords might be city, uh, new homes in city name, search new homes in city name, new home builds in city name. So then all I have to do is duplicate that ad group four, five, six, seven times and find, replace, find, replace, find, replace. And now I've got seven ad groups with different community names. And I do that same thing for the ads and the same thing for the keywords. And immediately I've built a locally focused campaign. Now this is, this is something that I would say works well, um, for smaller scale. This is not something that I would recommend, uh, doing with, super large, complicated uh, builds. And, and Jason, moving on to the, to the next point, this is something that I'm particularly interested in. I have no idea how this works, but I'll hopefully concatenate formula for phrase and exact. Like this is the kind of thing that would work really well using the spreadsheet formula to accomplish what I'm doing manually and doing that in bulk is something that you're familiar with. Tell me more about concatenate. The concatenate feature, if I'm saying it right, um, to create lots of keywords and do it in bulk very quickly.
0: Okay, so basically, the problem I'm trying to solve here is you you find keywords, and that, Chris, this can be for a build or this can be when you're just finding new keywords, like we talked about a few weeks ago using Google searches. And now the Keyword Planner has been updated, so the problem is that you find your new keywords, which is great, but now you've got to get them into match types. And I guess some people would just feel fine just putting a ton of pure broad keywords into an account and then highlighting them and then changing the match type in there. I don't really like doing that because if a mistake happens and I've got a pure broad in there and a big budget, things can just blow up in terms of spend and what you show up on. So I like having keywords into the correct match type that I want them in before I even paste them into a campaign or an ad group. So what'll happen is like, I'll be looking for new keywords this week for a client. I'll come up with a list of like 10 of them or 30 of them or whatever. And they're broad because I just pay I just type them into a spreadsheet. So how do I get that list of pure broad keywords to be phrased and exact? So in column A, you have the list of keywords. So I'm just going to type in the word like movers, OKC. It's just pure broad and column A in a Google Sheet. Mm. Column B on that same row. I'm going to say equal, and then C O N C A and the option for concatenate will show up, and you click it, and then it gives you your parentheses automatically. So you, what you want to do is you want to do you want to do four quotations, one two three four four quotations, comma, and then you hit the left arrow to get the keyword, and it'll say the column in the row that that box is. And then you'll hit, and in my case, it's B113. And then you'll hit comment again, and you'll do quote, 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 four quotes, and then you'll hit enter. And what that does, Chris, is it changes the word movers, OKC, into quotation movers, OKC, quotation, which is phrase match. And then if you want to do it for exact match, it's the same thing you do in the row right next to it, equals concatenate, and then it's quotation, and then it's a bracket. So it's concatenate, parentheses, and then it's quotation, bracket, quotation, comma, and then select the box you want, which is the one to the left, B114 in my case, comma, quotation, and then the other bracket to end the exact match, and then quotation again, you hit enter, and it'll put it into an exact match Mm. form. And so what I have is I have a, uh, new keywords Google Sheet saved, and it has a space in like column A for new keywords to be pasted in there, just pure broad. And then in column B, I already have the concatenate phrase match formula, and it turns them into phrase match. When I paste them into column A, column B's formula is already set up. And then I have like a few rows over in the columns over in the sheet. I have like say column D, a place where I can paste in keywords again. Um And then it, right next to it, I have the exact match concatenate formula. And so what that allows me to do is when I find a bunch of new keywords, paste them into the Google Sheet, and then it automatically gives me column B, phrase match versions, column C. I can just do the exact match formula there. gives me exact match versions. And then I can just copy and paste the phrase match column and the exact match column of keywords into the Google Ads group, and I have phrase match and exact match. Now, some people are going to be asking about, what about broad match modified? What I use for that is a website called com slash tools slash broad dash match dash modifier. And we'll link to it in the show notes. And you just paste in your keywords and then it spits them out into broad match modified and you can paste them from there mm. into the campaign. Okay. So is that going to save you time, Chris, that formula?
1: Um- no, it won't save me time because I'm not going to do it. But uh, it could save our listeners' time. I like I like yeah. it. But something. So what, what
0: do you do for phrase match and exact match and broad match? I'm exactly
1: what you said before. I I'm the guy that grabs those keywords in AdWords editor, sorts or searches or filters by a certain word, and then changes them all in mass. Uh, to phrase or exact. Mm-hmm. So, And then if you're doing keyword research
0: for a client and you find like 10 new keywords and you go into the actual Google Ads account and go into that group, you paste them in there and then you just like copy and paste them two or three times and Go down the list, doing exact, exact, exact bracket, and then brackets at the end, and then
1: no, I don't phrase. And... No, I don't do it in the in the, I hate the UI. UI for me, for this little Texan in, out in the country, my internet is way too slow. So so for my UI, I'd be here all day doing that. So I still use editor. So you're
0: adding new keywords just in general using that. Yeah, editor. I
1: use the editor if I'm gonna add oh, wow. if I'm gonna yeah. add image ads, if I'm gonna add a you know a, a new ad group or a few keywords, um, if it's across several ad groups or duplicating a campaign, I absolutely use uh, Editor. I mean, I, I have it as, as a shortcut on my, my keyboard. Flam, bam, and gotcha. I open it, and it's, and it's up. So, But uh, that's cool. I'm not much of a spreadsheet guy, but I like that. Let's talk about something that is absolutely part of a regular checklist outside of keywords and creating new builds and all that kind of stuff, bids. And this is something that oh, is, hey. is no secret. You've talked about some cool ways it, that was. You, it was a secret. It was you, I had a good secret until you til you shared it with me and then I've repeated Man. it several times. Um I even use it in my training sometimes. You know, I treat it like it's my own. <laughs> well, where the where's my royalty? <laughs> oh you know, Rachel almost had to beep that. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me about the Jason the great Jason Rothman's <laughs> bid shortcuts.
0: All right, Chris. Well, Managing your bids, that's one of the things we have to do as Google Ads Managers all the time. Sometimes it comes just from our weekly checklist and it's like we review the data and we're like, oh, we should raise or lower bids. Or it comes from a client request or like, hey, I want to turn things up and get more. Hey, I'm spending too much. Turn things down. So it can come from either direction. But basically the way I think about it is in... Level, so a lot of people just do their manual bids at the keyword level. they change them. they adjust things at the keyword level. I still do that sometimes, um but it's good to have tools in your in your toolbox. So the way I think about it, Chris is so keywords changing bids at the keyword level is how you change bids, okay, that's fine, but changing bids at the ad group level when the keywords are tied to the ad group and they don't have their own individual bids is faster than changing bids at the keyword level. So changing ad group bids is faster than keyword bids. Mm-hmm. But if you take it one step higher, changing device level bids is faster than ad group bids. Mm-hmm. So if, if I'm looking for problem keywords and I want to drill down and find a specific few keywords to change bids on, you can do it at the keyword level. If my keywords don't have individual bids punched in there and they're still tied to the ad group level, it's nice to just look at the data for a certain time period and change bids at the ad group level. Because really, uh, a keyword like divorce lawyer Memphis is the exact same keyword as divorce lawyers Memphis, Tennessee. Like, why do they each need their own bid? They really don't. So they can be in their same ad group. You change bids at the ad group level based on that data. But if I want to be even faster and a client's like, hey, we need to turn things up on position two, I need to be position one. The fastest way to do it and keep things clean is just go into your device adjustments, go mobile plus 200%, uh, desktop plus 200%. Then you can control things from there. And if it's too high, if that's too expensive, you can go plus 100% instead of 200%. And it's just a very easy way to kind of like have your hand on a lever and kind of like decide where you want to go. Do I want to go up a little? Do I want to go back down a little? It's kind of like in a futuristic movie, Chris, they're in the spacecraft and they have their hand on that kind of like engine thing. And they're like, and they ramp it up, you know, or they,
1: the, and they bring it back down. Sound That's again. how I look at I
0: love it. Yeah. for Yeah. A little bonus <laughs> for the sound effects, but, Device-level bids, in terms of saving time, that's a huge time saver because you don't have to look at the keyword bids. Yeah. You just yeah. do it at the device level and you control everything from well, there. you
1: know, I, for me, when when I start changing keyword bids, sometimes I get hung up on the fact that, ooh, like I, I, I have this like internal struggle. Can I push five? You know, can I push the number five to increase this from 250 to five? Sometimes I get like, is this a good decision instead of just doing it and testing it, I'll have an internal struggle. So what I like about that is that you can just say 200% done, you know, 100% done and and you don't have to have that internal struggle and you can just say, okay, done. So let's talk about more of the, the interface. Uh, there are several tools in there. There is a way to highlight keywords and then increase or decrease your keywords in bulk by a percentage. So you, uh, we've mentioned this before, this is not necessarily new to the new interface, but uh, it is easier. I do like the, the way that they've it. I use that all the time, it. Chris. Yeah, just, I use that all the time. One thing I really like to do is I, I'll search in anything um, that includes a certain word. You know, the client yep. has said that this is really important. So maybe it's a geographic area, maybe it's a certain service or a certain product. I'll search for that word and I'll say increase by 50% everything. And I'll hit the checkbox and select all those keywords that apply to that filter. Only keywords that have that word. In Only there. the keywords. And then done. I've just increased bids for anything, including that keyword. So it's uh, incredibly powerful there. Now tell me, we don't talk a whole lot about this, but max bidding, automated bidding. Oh. Talk about that. Yeah. Max,
0: max clicks. Yeah. I wrote it in there wrong. So a lot of people are going to say, well, a way to do Google ads even faster is to automate everything and go with automated strategies. And then Chris and I will say some other things and <laughs> we'll be left in the, as the old man club. Like Chris, we're going to be at a senior center in a few years. Like I still do manual bids yeah, on my Google we're ads. Only one. But that's what we do. We, we usually do manual bids, but if you want to take it to a further level and we've talked about some times where we use this, sometimes maximize click bidding. It's an automated strategy. The goal with Google is to get the most clicks possible for your budget. That's what you're instructing Google to do. And I've seen this work great. Uh, it really does uh, maximize clicks. It's tough to manage sometimes because you don't know where it's going in terms of automated strategy and you lose some control. Yeah. But in general, maximize clicks will maximize clicks. You will get a lot of clicks. It will find the right level to bid things on. And it just, It saves you time because you don't manage bids at all. It does it for you. The one piece of advice everyone needs to know, and we've had questions about this, Maximize click bidding does take a couple of days to ramp up. Yeah. So Chris, I've, I've turned that on a campaign. That day we get like one or three impressions and that's it. No clicks. It's like nothing's happening. Sometimes they put the bids at like 30 cents when the cost per click is actually going to be like $20 and nothing's happening for a couple of days. And then just like magically, like day three or day four, it just ups the bids to where they need to go automatically and the volume starts coming in big time. So if you do maximize clicks, automated bidding, give it like two or three days to work and and figure out the right level to bid at. And if you don't get hardly any impressions or clicks for a couple days, uh, that's to be expected. But by like day three or four, you definitely should be getting clicks. And volume, and if you're not, that means your just search terms are too locked down, or your match types are too locked down, or you're not getting enough. There's not enough volume in the area. But definitely give it
1: two or three days to to try out. Okay, so we've mentioned this before. This was actually one of the very first paid search trivia things that we did. Um, It was the keyboard shortcuts, which is new to the to the new interface in in Google Ads. This is something you mentioned, and I think I told you, but the whole GT shortcut has improved mm. my management speed by 2.5%. I've calculated. Hey, where's it as, my royalty? Yeah, there we go 2.5%. It's in the mail, don't worry. Um, but uh, that is a small thing. But for guys that are working at an agency and they want to be able to get stuff done quickly, they need to get to the, through their checklist, 2.5% improvement in your speed. Can help significantly over a period of time. You can have an extra five minutes at lunch. Imagine that. Finish that YouTube video you were watching or that girl you were talking to. So the idea is hit GT. And my favorite, Jason, is GT. And then I type the word term, T E R M. And the first, and what I get, and then I can immediately hit enter and I go to GT search terms. Bam, straight there. And I can jump from. That'll take you to the search terms in that account? In that account, yeah. So I really nice. like that because think about how many times it takes, how many clicks it takes to get to search terms. Uh, it takes a click on keywords, then you have to click on search terms, and then search terms again. On some accounts, you have to click twice. Depends on the, the structure of everything, but it could take up to three clicks to get to that, whereas instead I can go GT term done, and and it's there. You don't even have to type all the whole word term. But that, is my tip for the shortcuts. There's lots of other things. Jason, do you have a favorite or something that you like to do for the shortcuts?
0: No, I just like the one, uh, we talked about with that trivia. Uh, it sounds like you're loving it and, yeah. and I'm loving it too. I just figured it out a few weeks ago, but yeah, GT stands for go to, you just hit it fast on your keyboard, GT, and then an option will come up, a little box will pop up and you just search for what you want. Search terms, ads, keywords, reports. You can do it at the MCC level. You can do it in an account and I'm saving a ton of time there, Chris. So the tip here is keyboard shortcuts. I'm sure there's a lot of other ones and there's a way to get them in in the Google Ads interface. But the one I'm using just like you is is the GT. Yeah,
1: and also one thing I also like is you can hit F, not GTF, but just F, and it will get rid of that sidebar and give you the full interface to look at. And I I like that because sometimes I have a lot of columns and I don't want to scroll left to right. Right. So I can hit F and then look at stuff, and then F again, and it gives me that sidebar to look at. So sometimes that's helpful instead of looking at stuff uh, full screen. But uh, there you go. That is the... uh, Mission accomplished. You like that, I hope our producer... Saving people Yeah, I hope our producer's happy with the content that we're putting out. And, uh, you know, how you could make your boss happy is you could get better results on your account. You know, everybody's really really sweating the details on you getting it right. And you know how to get it right. You go to optio.com slash PSP and sign up for a six week trial because the stress can be 10% less, right? And I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say it's going to save you uh, from getting fired, but it could help you 10%, 10% from from getting fired. You being on time to work every day is going to help you not get fired. I mean, wake up 30 minutes early, man. You know, there's going to be traffic. Okay, but that's that's life. I'm going to help you with Google Ads. Six-week extended trial, optio.com slash PSP. You can get alerts. When you're sleeping in and being lazy, you look at your, you know, you're staring at your phone, checking Instagram, an email pops up. Oh my gosh, I, there's a negative keyword that's blocking my other keywords. You know about it instantly. So optio.com slash PSP, check it out.
0: Yep, and if you're a B2B company out there listening or an enterprise Company out there and you're like, okay, all this stuff sounds good, but I need an agency to help me with this. We recommend Directive Consulting, DirectiveConsulting.com. They're the go-to B2B and enterprise search engine marketing agency. They've got a ton of great content on their website. A lot of case studies. You can see some of the huge clients they've worked for, all the services they offer when it comes to search engine marketing. And I'm just going to read a testimonial they have on there. Um, Directive Consulting looks at each task proactively. I can say without hesitation, they are the best B2B agency I've ever worked with. They've got a lot of great testimonials on there um, and case studies, and we recommend you get a custom proposal at DirectiveConsulting.com. Okay, Chris, so uh, this... Uh, we about
1: to step into the... This uh, PST. The, the Patreon's coming up, but first... Let's do the uh, very popular. I mean, we get tons of fan letter about this trivia. I'm so glad that we do it. Um, Jason, mm. it's your, it's uh, your by, by the
0: way, Chris, I forgot to uh, tell everyone when we were talking Patreon. Patreon, when you sign up, $2 a month, four episodes or five episodes a month. It's every Monday, just like the Paid Search podcast. One of the cool things about it, they give you an RSS URL, mm-hmm. like a RSS feed. It's a syndicated. And you yeah. can add... Yeah, you can add this RSS to your. I think to most any podcast. Well, I don't want to say any because I don't know what everyone's doing, but I know for like things like Apple Podcast, mm-hmm. you can add this feed to Apple your Apple Podcast app. I've done it myself, and then the Patreon show comes into your Apple Podcast app just like any other podcast, and it's the same exact podcast listening experience. So you don't have to be on Patreon's platform when you want to listen. Mm, thank you. So I just wanted to throw out that feature for everybody. But Chris, we got the PST. This is not. This is a game, but it's not a game. It's more than a it's game. It's very serious. Actually, big things are being learned. Um, I don't know if I can promise that every week, including this week's question, but it's a good chance to kind of get the mind thinking about different things, and uh, that's where we kind of came across the GT thing a, a couple weeks ago in ClickShare we talked about. So there's a lot of stuff to be learned. So Chris, today is a true-false. And I have an article here from a mainstream news website. It's from February 20th of this year. The forecasts were from eMarketer, and then the Washington Post reported on mm. it. And it's basically my question is true or false. More money is now spent on digital ads than traditional ads. Digital is online. Traditional is everything. Billboard, uh, phone book, television, radio. So at this point, as we're in 2019, is more money spent on digital or is more money spent on traditional advertising? And I'm going to phrase that as true or false, true or false, more money is spent on digital than traditional.
1: I mean, it seems like they, it seems like no one would report.
0: Man, I said a bad word, Chris, because that's frustrating because I gave it away in my question. I knew I was doing that as soon as I, I said, I like, oh, now he's going to put this together. Like, so anyway.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're gonna to have to work on your trivia uh, presentation. But yeah, you kind of gave it away. If they're reporting on it, it seems like it would need to be the fact that digital. So I say true. It's digital. Digital is is more
0: wrong. I was just playing. No, no way.
1: No, you're right. <laughs> no, no,
0: you're right. I wish. I wish that that would have been great if I double played you like because that. I saw no, on Chris, Twitter right.
1: just just yesterday, like some CNN news reporter was like among. Millennials or whatever Gen Z, like a minority of them have cable compared to YouTube, you know? So, yep.
0: yeah. So, by the end of this year, it says eMarketer, this is a Washington Post. I'll link to the article. eMarketer expects companies to spend nearly 130 billion on digital compared with 110 billion on traditional. So, it's a little bit over 50 50. It's now swung towards digital, wow. 130 billion versus 110 billion. Um, and I guess that would be 54%, it says, to like uh, 47-ish percent. But they say by 2023, digital will capture more than two-thirds of all ad spending. And basically what this article told me, Chris, is you and I are in a good spot for job security because we still have 47% of the market to take. Yeah. And that's what we're going to do as digital marketers like Facebook, Google. That's the direction it's going in. Um, I talk to older people who have cut their cable and now they're watching stuff on YouTube and they're like, Yeah, I like I watch most of the same things or I get straight to the source itself, but instead of watching commercials I just watch a few uh little YouTube ads and they give me the content. So Chris, I do YouTube T V. It's basically cable TV, but it's through mm-hmm. Google. And when I say it's basically cable tv it's i can watch live i can dvr i'm watching sports i'm watching uh news channels it's everything basically and it's run through youtube it's called youtube tv it's like uh for me going through apple tv it's like 55 bucks a month and dude i get everything so much cheaper and i get everything i i get unlimited dvr i've cut the cord and google's gonna get that money eventually or they're just involved with it so this is good job security Uh, sleep well Chris because we still have 47% of this market of advertising that's going to come to us
1: Yeah. okay well that's it guys Uh, Jason's happy with his job so you can all uh, rest assured that uh, he'll be healthy and wealthy uh, in the next 40 years so that's it we're going to take it on over to the Patreon show and uh, verbally assault each other Uh, be sure and check us out there if you want to listen in we'll be back next week